TK Kirkland show. Yeah. Pay attention, really listen, I hope you understand. Execute your vision, go and get it, be a man. Save your money, motherfucker, for another day. We got the book and the album on the fucking way. This generation is full of hate. Always wearing what the next man making. They never want to see the next man making. 2018, let's have a gangster conversation. Like how to treat a woman. Take care of your kids. Gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire. Take your mind a little higher. Like her name on a degree. Not her name on a flyer. Yeah, boss moves. We just doing what a boss do. We all now and we off you. It's true. The TK Kirkland Show. What's up, fam? Yeah, how's it going, man? Oh, everything is good, family. So I'm two years early. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, I was gentlemen. Uh, uh, I knew that gentlemen. No, let me get to that real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkwood Show. And what's your name again, fam? Paul. Paul? Yes, Paul. Okay, Paul um, hit me on my DM two years ago when he was in high school, and he's now in his second or uh, third year in college. And my list mm-hmm. is so long, I finally saw his text message, he gave me such praise of the T.K. Kirkwood show, how it helped him get through school, but we are finally just now getting it together. So, what's going on, Paul? How you been? And I'm sorry that um, it took two years to get to you, but as God always say, better late than never, or I'm always on time, something, whatever that phrase is. Right. It's no uh, issue. I know you were busy. I wasn't even respecting uh, expecting a reply, really, but I was kind of shocked when you did. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything is going good. I'm right now. I'm in my. Um, well, let me go outside right quick. Okay. I'm in my dorm. Everything's in okay. I'm in my second year of college right now. Everything's going smooth. Right. Going to, uh, college in Florida. Okay. Cool. All right. What's your major in? Computer science. Computer science. Okay, cool. Okay. All right. So you said that you listened to the show. How did it help you transcend from high school to college? Well, I started listening to the show uh, senior year in college. Mm-hmm. Or high school. I, um, well, high school? You're senior year in high school because you're, you're not a senior in college yet, are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a senior in, in high school. Okay. Um, I started listening from Tax, actually, Tax Stone. Okay, yeah. He's what introduced me. Um, so basically what I learned was you're teaching things that I'd never heard like as a almost adult, you know, things about uh, getting your money right and um, how to treat a lady in certain aspects. Mm-hmm. Things of that nature, you know. Right. It was kind of, it was kind of weird at first because I'm listening to it and it's like, wow, it's opening my eyes to like a different world. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really describe to you everything that I learned, but it was just 
accumulation of a lot of things, you know? Right, right. I understand. And it's, it's just amazing to me that everybody doesn't know this, though. Like, that's what I'm finding yeah. fascinating, that everybody doesn't know that you have to, just like buying a car, just like buying a home, you have to mm-hmm. be qualified to be in a relationship. Right. You, you really do. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that I never really knew, especially that that's where you say qualified to be in a relationship. I remember um not my memory's coming back to me. I remember one time you said, um, you can't talk to a girl unless you got like five hundred dollars in your account or something. Right. I only kinda like five thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. I, I use that number twenty five, but as I travel this country, a lot of people are saying it's gonna be hard for them to get 25000 in the account because they don't make that kind of money, right? But mm-hmm. what I want people to understand when I say 25000 yes, I do you want you to have 25000 but I just want you to have some money in the bank, but it should definitely be over twelve to consider yourself being in a relationship because once you start dating, movies, dinner, and you got to have a job, right? And the reason why I tell people right. you got to work because when you spend money, you want to be able to. Re- you always want to replace what you spend. You mm-hmm. never spend money, and you don't know in a day or a week or two weeks you're not going to put that money back. And I use that example all the time because this is the. I use the Michael Jackson theory, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson died broke. He died broke because he stopped working, but he always kept spending. And no matter right. how much money you have. If you keep spending, keep spending, keep spending, you don't replace it or have a system to replace what you're spending, you're going to end up with your funds depleted. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to always remember that, you know. And how the women treating you in school? Are you dating? Really, Are you focused? I haven't dated at all, really. Good. Uh, well, I mean, I've, I've tried and attempted, but... I haven't been much success. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, I've just been turned on to the mentality of trying to focus as much as I can. Right. And, and let me tell you about relationships and sex and all that when you're striving for something. Mm-hmm. When I see young players, basketball players, football players, any type of athlete that's young, I try to get them to understand to... Try not to be in a relationship while you're achieving your dream and your goal. See, because your headaches in life, 90% of the time come from dating. Right. Because it's an emotional roller coaster, especially if you get someone that's not on the same page as you, especially if someone you're dating um, is insecure, if the girl's insecure, what you're doing or the guy is insecure what the woman is doing. Now you have these up and hill battles of emotion because what people um, can't really do extremely well in their 20s or 30s, maybe your 40s you might get a grip of it, is control your emotion. And this is the reason why domestic violence is so high. This is the reason why anger and relationships are so high. Because when you're young, you don't know how to control it. So I want men and women, when you are achieving your goals, 
is to stay focused because everybody wants to ask, I agree, you want to have sex and, well, that's a beautiful feeling, you know, and I'm like, getting your dick suck or even a girl getting a pussy, I, I get it, but if you stay focused like what you're doing, the chance of you really achieving what you want is great. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what happens, in a blink of an eye, 20 years are going to fly. See, people don't think, I'm, a, I'm what you call a forward thinker, right? I always think about what's going to happen next year. Like with my companies, I know it's going to happen next year, the year after that. The year. Matter of fact, I have a 20-year plan. I know what I'm doing for the next 20 years. I know exactly what I'm doing, the date I'm dropping shit, everything. I know that. Mm-hmm. But see, I'm much older than you guys. That's like how I can give people the knowledge that they need to know. They just take the time and listen every Monday. I guarantee you could take a lot of things that I say and apply it to your life to avoid the pitfalls of life. And yeah, you're doing the right. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say, I've definitely, um, the inception of your podcast, I've definitely been applying certain things to my life. Um, just listening to everybody's story that you have, and sometimes it's kind of shocking to see what some people go through, but, you know, you live and you learn, I guess. Yeah, you live and learn. But what's so great for you, you're like a, a hidden gem. College, no kids, and the future is bright. You heard what the gentleman said last week. He said, make sure I call you, because he said, TK, if I had listened to your show back when I was 18, my life would be different now. Mm-hmm. You know, so all week, I, you know, Thanksgiving and traveling all around the damn country and putting shit together and doing all these shows, I just made sure I got up early this morning and decided to call you, you know. So what university do you go to in Florida? Uh, Florida International University. How far is that from um, Hollywood, Florida, or Miami? How far is it from Hollywood? Um, yeah. Yeah, I could say maybe it's about an hour drive. It's not too far with the car. Okay, okay. It's, so it's you, located you, in Miami. Oh, is it? it is in Miami, though. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, so it's close. Because Hollywood, Florida is right there. Did you know that? Yeah, maybe I'm messing up the distance. But, yeah, it's relatively close, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Hollywood, Florida. If you're coming from South Beach, you got to go through Hollywood, Florida to get to Fort Lauderdale. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, you're definitely right there. Okay, cool. All right. Now, where, where are you originally from? Miami. Oh, so everybody's uh, from Miami. Yeah, my parents are from Haiti. Okay, all right, cool. Okay, that's what's up, my man. I really think that's cool because I'm about to do a show in Florida on February 9th at... Um, Daniel Beach Casino. So okay. uh, I'll make sure that you get some tickets um, to the show so we can find out. Because I come to Miami all the time. Now, maybe, now, what made you want to get into your major that you're in? Um, around in high school, I got interested in computers and stuff and technology, so I decided to go forward with it. And I think it's really interesting. I want to use it to eventually. My, my ultimate goal is to start my own business. Uh huh. Smart. Um, that's something I want to do. But I want to. I want to use it to help other people. You know. Okay. Now explain how you want to. Now, now what are you majoring in? Computer science. 
Okay, computer So they still call that poli sci. Oh, poli no, sci. Poli is political science. So you're in computer science. Okay, my fault. I've been out of school yeah. for a long time. So they call it comp sci. Yeah, comp sci. Now what? Now what can you actually do with comp sci? Well, that's the thing. It's so many different uh, fields you can go to. Um, what I can tell you, what I'm doing, what I want okay. to become ultimately a software engineer. Okay. Now there are different pathways other than software engineering. You can do stuff with websites and phones and or like applications on phones or um, stuff on computers. Um, but where I want to go with is software engineering. Software engineers, basically, you can think of it as their architect of a software that can go on a computer or any type mm -hmm. of. It's not to go on a computer; it can go on a phone or uh, a different system. You know. Right. Now, what made you want to do something like that? I guess I was just you know a nerd in high school, and I really liked that stuff a lot. And it seems, I feel like it's one of the only things I can do that will help me try to change lives for other okay. people. Right. So my big thing is I want to use this to help people in some sort of way, whether it be okay. either under my own company or working for another company, you know? Right, I understand. Now, um, uh, the, the streets of Miami is really a unique place, you know? And I, I, mm -hmm. I go, I've been coming through Miami since the 80s. Now, how did you avoid gangs and the pitfalls of, and the temptation with all the beautiful bodies and the strippers and just all the temptation? How was you able to focus? Well, as far as, you know, gang culture, I grew up, the neighborhood I grew up, it wasn't, we didn't really have, I mean, there there are cliques, I guess, and mm -hmm. minor gangs, but it wasn't really gang central as like other parts of Miami or other parts of the country. Mm -hmm. um, but my parents, being from the Caribbean, they did their best to shelter me, and okay. I wasn't always like, on the good path. I guess, um, like in elementary school, mm -hmm. I wasn't the best student as well. Okay. Uh, my teachers used to always call my parents. I was used to be acting up and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until middle school where I, I guess I got my act together. And it's been up since then. Good. I um, like that. I was actually going to ask you about that. As far as, like, you know, on co college campuses, you know, there are a lot of girls and stuff. And it's very tempting. Mm -hmm. And trying to stay focused. It is possible, but sometimes it gets difficult. I've gotten a little better at that as my time here increases. But I right. just want to ask you, like, because obviously it's going to be life after college, and I'm still going to want to be focused on whatever goals I have. Mm -hmm. How is it that you were able to stay focused on what you were doing? See, see, I was a player. Right. And, and let me say what that means. I... I I've always been a player. In my DNA, I, as time goes through life, I've had to control my emotions because, see, most of the people that I dated really didn't have their life together based on what I knew who I had to be with, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. See, there's, there's girls that are just beautiful, 
fat asses, long hair look good, right? Those girls are just uh, like a, a trophy piece. You take out the dinner, you have a good time, but do you want that woman to raise your child? Mm-hmm. Do you want that woman to lead your household? Can that woman cook? Can she clean? Is her mindset um, capable of controlling the climate of the room and a home? And most women in their 20s or 30s are not like that, right? So my whole life, I dated, and I had to have more than one female. My mindset was you you wouldn't drive a car without a spare, right? So I always had to have a backup because when you're young, people are exploring life. This girl might be dating you, but she still might be dating somebody else. Or this girl is in love with you but you can still be dating somebody else. So there's a lot of mistakes in your 20s and your 30s. Now, as you get older and you get out of school, now, some people do get lucky. Some, I've seen it. Some people do find that right woman, that right man in college. Never life. My journey me, my personal lane, I couldn't do that because for me to accomplish what I'm accomplishing now, I had to fly solo. I had to be on my own. I couldn't be under the roof raising kids and taking care of a wife at that time of my life because it wouldn't have worked out. Because I worked so hard there's no female in the world that's going to deal with me flying a lot. There's a, you know, then I, I know some some of the most gorgeous women in the world, and some women are not going to accept, oh, that person likes you. That so I keep everybody at bay to have peace in my life, right? You got to have peace in your life. So what I'm saying to you is the way I handled it is that I was just friendly. To everybody. Now, high school, college, I, I could count on one hand how many girlfriends I had. In high school, I had four. Um, when I got to college, I think I dated, but it wasn't serious. I think I dated a few people, but I was constantly on the go, um, chasing my dream and not getting any distractions. And I think about it from time to time. I think about Wow, if I would have settled down. Wow, if I did this. So in life, you have to make a decision. Do you want to be a family man and, and, and raise kids and be in the house with a wife and all that kind of stuff? Or do you want to go solo, date everybody, have a good time? Because people say, oh, that's lonely or that's no way to grow old or that's not grown. See, people got to speak for themselves. I enjoy fucking with different women. Mm-hmm. It was it was my high. It was my crack cocaine. You know, it kept me in shape. It kept me looking good. It kept me alive because marriage isn't for, isn't for everybody. It isn't. Being in a relationship with one person isn't for everybody. 
you know, some people really just like to date different people. And we live in America, so America has this formula, oh, you should be with one woman, you shouldn't cheat, you should have only one kid, and I believe you could take, you could have as many kids you want, but you take care of them. I believe that if you could take care of more than one woman, you should be able to take care of them. This is not really deep, feel deep down inside. Is these the rules I will apply? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't crossed that bridge yet. But with men of your age, you should just date and try not to fall in love if you can, unless you really got somebody in your life that's going to hold you down. And what I mean by hold you down, you guys uplift each other and motivate each other. Like you, if she's trying to get her masters, you push to her masters. You're trying to get, you're trying to get yours, and she's helping you. Because sometimes you get in a relationship. Guess what? The other person don't want you to achieve. It's girls that I've known that the man would tell the girl, uh, "Why you gotta go to school?" Or why are you doing this? And you got to motivate a female whether you're going to be with her next year or not. Your goal is to always push them in the right direction of success. That's what men do. And if right. a girl gives you some ass, so you know, some, some guys get upset, right? You'll match a girl your whole life long. Say you meet a girl tomorrow and she fucks you tomorrow. Now, most weak niggas say, oh, that bitch a hoe. she probably fuck everybody on the first date. See, I was taught a long time ago that maybe the girl just really liked you and she didn't have nothing else to give you but pussy. And that was her way of saying, yo, nigga, I fuck with you. Because, see, niggas is so weak. You know, if a bitch fucked you on the first date, you want to be mad. That's her pussy. And she fucked you. Now, if you get a sick because she fucked you, nigga, you are the motherfucker that need to go see therapy. You can't tell a woman what to do with her pussy. That's not pussy. That's like a, a female trying to tell a nigga to do with it, what to do with his dick. So you have to understand those types of things in life. In life with you, you date, just grow up and introduce yourself to a young lady. You know, tell her your name. You say hello. And every now and then you see her throughout the week, you just say hi. She says hi back. Another couple of days go by. You just say, hey, how you doing? And you got to have that bubbly personality, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you roll up to her and say, hey, you know what? Would you like to do lunch? She'll say yes or she'll say she might be busy. But when you're saying hello to her on campus, you're saying hello to two and three other women as well. And the reason why you have to do that because there's no guarantee that the person you are interested in is going to be interested in you. So what you do is you play the field, and you you, you make sure that the odds are in your favor. So you offer right. to everybody, and if one says no, you can't go on a date. Well, you ask the other person, and you don't you know, that person might say no. Then you ask the other person. That person might say yes. Now, this level to what I'm about to tell you. The other level is sometimes these girls might know each other. So the girl says, oh, he tried to take me out. If the girl confronts you about, oh, yeah, 
Um, you, you asked my friend out to lunch, and you say, oh, yeah, I did. There's no problem. I mean, I was just going to be in friendly because I'm just cool like that, you know. No harm, no foul. Just wanted to take a young lady out to lunch because that's how I was raised, and that's my DNA, and I'm just a gentleman. Can no woman argue with that? Right. And you just stay friendly like that. Then, if you feel and you go out lunch again, then you ask the person out to a movie. And so you got to fly the shit down Miami, though. You got South Beach. You could ask a young lady to go down and have some drinks down on South Beach or, hey, let's just go by the beach and get some chairs and sit out there and talk around 5 o'clock and let the sun go down. Uh, you got to really put your player skills on, Paul. Because what I yeah. want, you know, because what I want for you is to be balanced. And I'm saying to what I mean. See, people who are studying like you and who are focused like you, yes, I want that. So you don't have any children in the fucking relationship, fuck the relationship. But you gotta date too because you gotta get your stroke game together. You gotta know how mm-hmm. to fuck. You gotta know how to eat pussy. You gotta know how to be a gentleman. You gotta know how to control your emotions because you could be one of the best. And what I mean by one of the best, you can be as this computer science guy that got his shit together making money, but at the same time, you know how to give a woman flowers. You know how to fuck her in the backseat of the car. You know how to eat a pussy up in the movie theater. And I go to the movie theater and I always tell motherfucker, well, you go up in the corner, in the back in the corner, watch the movie theater, you know, and you want to either finger fuck a girl or eat a pussy or suck a neck. But kids, I don't, I don't see that no more, yo. <laughs> when I was young, nigga, I was just shit. Me and my best, we was going in the back. I'm, I'm getting some head. I'm gonna get the the girl gonna get on top of me and fuck me. And then we watched the movie. And one time I was watching a movie in um, Park Avenue, New York City, New York City. But the girl was loud. We in the back doing it, and this bitch moaning like we in the bedroom. Like, bitch, stop. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him. <laughs> so you gotta have that type of balance when you're going to achieve what you need to achieve. You want to be an excellent student, but you want to have fun, and you got to always wear a condom, Paul. Right. Never take that motherfucking condom off. Because once you take it off, you give the girl the rights to your whole life. Mm-hmm. The rights to your whole life. So if you blow up, she's going to want a piece. Now, here's the thing. There's nothing wrong with a woman getting some money from a man if you have sex and you have a child, you should pay. I don't believe in paying child support. I don't believe in the word child support. I say I'm supporting my kid or i got to pay a bill. You know, a man got to stop using the word i got to pay child support because when you say that, right, it's a sting to it. It's a negative tone when you use the word child support. When you take care right. of your kid, and yeah, some women get a lot more money than they should, you know, but... This is the system, and you have to avoid it. And that's why, Paul, you have to promise me this. When you do choose a girl to sleep with, make sure that she's a young lady 
and make sure that she has something going on with herself, that y'all are equally yoked. And what I mean by that is you are seeking success, she is seeking success. Because if you fuck with a girl that's in the same level as you, she is going to make your life miserable for the rest of your motherfucking life because she's down on your level. And that's right. the thing with that's the thing with a lot of men. They get their lives together, but they'll fuck a girl that work at Walmart. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah, you always talk about That's like one of the things you've been talking about lately on your episodes. Like, guys are always looking for, like, the lower tier because it makes them feel special and stuff like right. that. You know, in the back of your mind, you really want to take care of a woman until you start taking care of a woman. And then it right. irritates you. You know, you're paying all the bills and shit, and you seem like it's a good thing until you go out of the country or somewhere else and you meet a doctor who's drop-dead motherfucking gorgeous and got her shit together and she likes you. And you you get ready to go to Italy and you say, Hey, I wanna go I wanna fly you to Italy and you hear a bitch say, Oh, I don't need you to pay for my ticket, I'll pay for my own ticket. I'll meet you there. Let me tell you something, Paul. That'll change your whole motherfucking life. Because when I was coming up, niggas was tricking in a sense, you know, because we had it. You, know, you pay for a bitch and I ticket, you know, you you bring her and her girlfriend out of town thinking that was some smooth shit. But actually, you you a fool. Because I learned a long time ago. I said, why should I find bitches in another city when there's going to be bitches there? That doesn't make no motherfucking sense. Right. Sometimes you're going to meet bitches there that's colder than the girls that you met in your state. And sometimes the finest bitch that you meet, you take her out of state, that bitch ain't shit in another state. Mm-hmm. That bitch lost value in the sky going across taxes. Right. It's just crazy how the world is. And to the ladies listening, if it hurts your feelings, that means you want them bitches who ain't got their shit together. Because not, not any time in this show, I'm trying to put anybody down. What I'm trying to do for Paul is to give him as many lanes as possible that he can choose so that his life and his career can be successful and he can flourish and he doesn't know how to put that dick down after he gets that degree and have his money and have his confidence right and how to give a girl flowers and uh, buy a young lady a diamond tennis bracelet or something. You know, you still want to have both those swags. And you got to travel a lot too, Paul. Once you, you, now, you work during the summer? Yeah, I worked in the summer and also uh, during school time as well. Okay, cool. Okay, all right. And you saving your money? Uh, yes, as much as I can. It's not that much. Okay. It's just enough yeah. for me to pay some bills that right. I have now. Now, in the summer, do you work full-time? No, part-time. But I do make more money in the summer than regular time. Okay. Than now, after you graduate, what is the estimate salary that you could be making starting out a year? Uh, if I, I plan on getting my master's right after bachelor's, but if I were to get a job after bachelor's, it could be 
from 60,000 and up. Okay, that's not bad. And how old are you? Right now I'm 20. Okay, cool. Well, that's good. That's good. So you figured by the time you're 32, 34, you should be well in the 100,000 a year range. Definitely. Yeah. I'm not really focused on, to be honest with you, I'm not really focused too much on the money. I mean. That's right. Smart. The goal is just to do something that, follow the goals I want to follow, which is operating on their uh, business where I can help other people and stuff. So whether it be my business or another person's business. So it may come a time where I may be working for a startup and I may not be making a hundred thousand. I could be making 50 or even 40. Right. No, but you said the right thing. It's not really about the money and that's why you're going to win because when it's not about the money really, and you just want to do good things, that's when the, 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 the fountain of, 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 of fortune and fame just falls right in your lap. You know, it's not really about it. And that's when things just happen for you organically. And that's what we want for you. So that was just an excellent, excellent um, answer um, um, to that question. Another, uh, one quick question I wanted to ask, cause, mm-hmm. um, because I'm always, you know, studying stuff, and as you know, on college campuses, there's a lot of girls and things that are tempting. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I may have a low self-esteem of myself or low, uh, not the highest image of myself. Mm-hmm. For example, I can be a girl and stuff. I may say to myself, oh, I can't really go talk to her because whatever reason, reason that I have. And if that's something I guess I've been working on. And also, when I combine that with the fact that I've never dated or any, had really any experience with a girl, sometimes I feel nervous about, like, trying to get with women, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. So I think my to listen to me. Yeah, I know exactly what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. I need you to listen to me very carefully. And you have to remember this for the rest of your life, okay? There's nothing wrong with a woman saying no. You right. reject your first, right? You ask her she said no, that's fine. Doesn't mean she doesn't like you. Doesn't mean she's not attracted to you. All that means is she either has somebody or she's focused as well. So that's why you start out friendly first. Friendly. Hi, how you doing? My name's Paul. Hey, how you doing? My name's Paul. Then you see somebody that you might be interested in. Guess what? Oh, I'm gonna give you some old school player shit, right? Go to Walgreens and get yourself a, um, a, a thinking of your card. Put a little cologne on it. Put it in an envelope. Put your name on it. And you see it the next day at school, right? Bam, I'll give it a card. So this is for you. And you see it. Oh, my God, that was so nice. No one's ever gave me a card before. Are you welcome? Why did you do that? Oh, I just find you extremely beautiful. Um, then you say, can we talk later tomorrow? You've got to leave. Boom, you're gone. Because you're not making it seem like you're too thirsty, even though, bitch, I eat your motherfucking pussy right now, right? Right. <laughs> right? So, boom, you go. And they say, oh, you see again. Say, hell, I'm sorry I had to leave, but listen, is it possible you want to do a movie this weekend? Oh, wow. I think I'm busy this weekend. Then you got to be quick on your toes and say, well, how about the following weekend? Oh, sure, I'm free on this particular day. Because usually kids in college, 
still do a lot of stuff with their parents, and they work too. So they have a tight schedule. So you got to be able to work around a schedule. The other move that you can make is say, hey, let's do some studying together. And you start right. going to the library and you're studying together and you're helping a young lady out with a homework. Not too much because you don't want a person to use you. You just do a little bit at a time and you help a person. And these are different strategies that you can use to get a woman close to you to feel her personality, to see if you really like her. Because remember now, it goes both ways because the surface of a woman is just the surface. She can have a nice ass, beautiful skin, nice teeth, but she can have a fucked up personality. So these things you're going to learn as you go through life. And right now, just have fun. Don't be afraid to walk up to white, black, Hispanic, especially Spanish, but you got it, got it going on. Um, even Haitians. Uh, so you just enjoy yourself. You have a, um, a a menu in Florida of all sorts of women, and I guarantee you'll find someone that'll be interested. Study hard, say hello to say hello to everybody, and when you find that one person that you like, be a, always be a gentleman. But remember this: always know when to put your foot down. Always know that when somebody crossed the line, you got to be able to say, bitch, you got your motherfucking mind. You got me fucked up and bounce. Right? Sometimes you got to be like that. Sometimes you be like, bitch, you got me. Now, it'd be nice the whole time. But when she clearly calls you mad, you got to be that nigga. Bitch, you got me fucked up. You want her to see a whole other side of you. Now, I was being a gentleman, but you trying to play me? Fuck you, bitch. Bam, and out. And never put your hands on a woman, right? Flowers, just, because, see, the, the dangerous side of being a gentleman is that you need a woman who will want to take advantage of you. You'll need a woman that gets, that'll drain that out you. Now, we all get got. Some of the right. best of the best get it. And didn't see it coming. Oh, man, I love that bitch. I see that coming. Well, the goal is is charge it to the game, brush your collar, and move on. Because remember this one thing. There's a group of college bitches graduating in June. There's a whole new team coming out here. My point is, don't never put yourself in a position that you feel lonely or you got used because it's always somebody else. Always. And as soon as you get, you know, people are like, oh, my God, I can't live without that person. If you can get a nut as quickly as possible from another nigga or female, I guarantee you, nine times out of ten, you can forget the other nigga that you thought or female that was shit, that was this shit, and you found out there was somebody better than that person. You hear me? Definitely. You stay in touch with me, Paul. I'm looking forward to your graduation in two years. That'll be 2020. Matter of fact, I'm going to I'm throwing a huge party in 2020. I told you I already know what I'm doing years down the line. In 2020, I'm throwing a, a Super Bowl party. Because, you know, Super Bowl is in Miami in 2020. 
Oh, so, not aware. Yep, it's a, I'm, I'm having a mansion party. My kid is going to be there. I would love for you to come, but this party starts at two o'clock in the morning, and it goes okay. two to seven. I'm having um, orchestra. When you come up, I just coming in. Everybody got to wear tux. It's going to be a breakfast type party where we just gonna have a good time, and then I'm going to have this yacht take me and my family to the Bahamas at seven in the morning from the dock. I've been playing this for five years. Wow. I've been playing it. I'm, I'm so looking forward to that. So you are invited. And that's the year of your graduation. I'm excited. And I know that you're going to do well. And hopefully you'll be walking into a party with one of the coldest bitches off campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So until that journey, you got my number. Until this journey, <laughs> remember... Be friendly. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong. We're going to get a young lady a card. It's always the most classiest thing a man can do. You got the beach. You got the library. You got a phone. And just be friendly. So starting tomorrow, when you get up, hey, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Oh, you look extremely beautiful today. Girl, you look good. You sit in class and... The girl sitting next to you, look over to her, you're like, ah. you know, with that smoothness, hey, how you doing? It's not. <laughs> right. You know, just, and sometimes you ain't got to say nothing because you discipline. You just say, hey, how's that? You look beautiful today. Hey, oh, thank you. That's it. You, you put that subliminal message in ahead and make sure that you keep your haircut looking good. Make sure you always, so you got cologne. Uh, not really. I use like regular body spray. Maybe I should get some cologne. Yeah, listen to me. Yeah, um, send me your uh, when I hang up. Send me your address. You got my um my phone number. Just send me your address. Right. I'm gonna send you a bottle of either um Bond. This, this Bond cologne is like five hundred dollars a bottle, or oh, I might send you something. I I got so much cologne, it's crazy. But I'm gonna send you something, and you just put it down. Right. Put it on your hand. And put it on your neck, right? And that way when you shake a person's hand, especially a young lady, when you walk away and she scratches her head or rubber face, she'll smile like, oh, my God, he always smells so good. That's another subliminal thing you want to do. You want to always be that dude that smells good. Right? She's like, oh, my God, you always smell so good. And then you go from saying hello a girl, come give me a hug. <laughs> give him a squeeze. And then they smell you. And you start, man, trust me, I'll have you fuck in a minute, but you got to be disciplined. All right. You got to be disciplined. Paul, text yeah, me your address. Yeah, text me your address. Um, I'll send you out a bottle of cologne on this Wednesday because I'm leaving. I'm in Ohio now. I'm shooting, going. I got to go to Vegas. Then I got to go to L.A., and then I got to go to New York. I got to do all this in a week. I'm doing Vegas tomorrow, um, L.A. on Wednesday, and then I'll be in New York on Saturday. Damn. Crazy schedule. All right. Sounds like a tough schedule. I'm sure you can yeah. do it. Yeah, I could do it, man. I'm tired, though, but I, I'll make it happen. But um, until then, you got an a, a OG for life, and I wish you the best to make your pain be champagne, and I send that to you, that, send that cologne out to you as soon as possible. But in the meantime, Get some cologne. Um, 
they got places that it sell colognes that's not sure. You know, you got Gucci, you got Prada, you got East Saint Laurent. You know, it's just a little bit, not a lot, just a little. Put the whole bottle on it, and make sure you put it on your hand and something light because it's always, you know, the weather down there is really hot. And always be that dude that smells good and keep Carmex in your bag. Keep keep your lips smart. Don't have no dry lips. And always keep gum or some type of mint on you all the time. You can have it in your locker, have it in your car, have it in your dorm, have it in your bag. So when you go get gum or mint, always buy three. One in your drawer, in your, in your dorm, one in your car, and one in your bag so that you will always be ready. Right. So you don't have, so you don't have to get ready. All right? I'll definitely take that advice. Wish you the best, Paul. We're friends for life, family. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Talk to you soon. Okay, take care now. So this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. Executive producer, Charlemagne, the guy to everybody around the world. You already know what it is. You already know what we do here at the T.K. Kirkland Show. We change lives. And may your pain be champagne. Go on. Peace. Make sure you follow T.K. Kirkland on Instagram at T.K. underscore Kirkland for more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.